up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Hopefully it already was. Yeah, it's getting a little cold right now. 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Happy Thursday. It doesn't feel like a Thursday. It feels like a Friday. Yep. Because my schedule is all messed up. (laughs) Well, we decided to... uh go out it's been a while since we've all got to do that so we did that last night boy did we stumbled into a little trivia we did that was if you're following me on twitter you saw it you were able to kind of follow along with it (laughs) and let me tell you we killed it it was it was i thought we were gonna get smoked that was my first time i think that was a lot of our first times yeah you and i matt and his fiance Kristen. yep all went to dinner at a local pizza place that we have here Uh, actually i think it's like a chain no, it's not. Just in the area. Okay. Gasana. Mm. Is it not even going to say it. <laughs> not going to add. Yep. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it was a good time, and yep. it is good pizza. <laughs> it, we already put it on Instagram so people could find it. Uh, but we did. We stumbled upon it, and it was like, oh, they're doing they're doing a little trivia here. Let's check it out. Let's see what it's all about. We played, and we did think that we were going to get our asses kicked. Surprisingly, we came in third. It, uh, even the... The MC, the host of the trivia night, was even like, this is your guys' first time? You're doing really good. Yeah. And that made me feel nice. And once you decided to start talking to us, yeah. at first we thought we were just kind of like intruding and we had ruined something. They were just upset that we were doing so well. Like, who are the new people? Uh-huh. What's up with this? Yeah. There was a table You're of like regulars. eight people. You could have mm-hmm. as many people on your team that you wanted, but you only had to put in, you could only put in one answer, of course. Mm-hmm. They got last place. Kicked them out of there. They left at See halftime. Ya. Yeah. Because they didn't see the chance. <laughs> Yeah, there was a half time, Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Probably will not be the last time that we do that, but we have a lot to get to today. Uh, We'll do our college football picks for Saturday. There's a lot of college football coach talk going on, Mm -hmm. and boy, were the rumors swirling last night, and then we'll also get to some baseball stuff and maybe even some basketball too, but let's do start right here because it is Thursday, and that means we have Thursday night football, and this is an interesting matchup because it is a... Previous Super Bowl matchup, uh, one of note. Also, the Patriots uh, at Atlanta for the Falcons. Patriots favored by six and a half. I have seen it all over Twitter already today. Everybody uh, making the twenty-eight to three joke. They're yep. posting the pictures. Now, I'm sure like Barstool is going to sell out all their shirts today that they have. That was a crazy Super Bowl, though. It really was. I mean, especially because that was one. I was in college, of course, watching it with my buddies. And, like, by the time halftime gets there, you're like, man, like, that's it. Tom Brady's career is done. Like, they just get smoked in a Super Bowl. Yeah. And then second half comes around, and they just slowly start making their way back. And then that last drive where they score, and then going into overtime, and they win the game. It's like, holy smokes, how did they do this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's an, I don't even think they made it to overtime, did they? I don't even remember the final score. All I remember is that it was 28-3, to three yeah. and they came back late in the third quarter. Because I thought, like, White should have probably won MVP. Like, that dude had so many catches that game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's part of that Patriots offense. Yeah. Always has been, always will be, probably, as long as Belichick's there. Uh, But it was cool. In this game that is happening 
tonight, uh, I think the Patriots are going to win this thing. I don't think that it's going to be close. I've said so many things about the Falcons that people should probably already know where I'm going. The six and a half points does seem like a lot for the Patriots on the road. Yeah. But I think I'm going to take them to cover. I think they can win by more than a touchdown. They have looked really good of late, and the Falcons are coming off a very embarrassing loss to the Cowboys. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take them to cover those points even. Yeah, and it's hard not to right now, especially with how well they're playing offensively and defensively. And you look at the Falcons, and they have nothing to offer. I mean, you got Cordell Patterson just being a Mr. You, you utility got old man. old-ass Matt Ryan. Well, that and your defense, <clears throat> excuse me, can't do anything. And like Don't I said with Cordell Patterson, he just plays everywhere. Uh-huh. And it's just, who do you have outside of that? Kyle Pitts, he's a rookie. You can't expect him to be carrying an entire offense. Just not good. Patriots all the way. I think it was earlier this year somebody asked me for some fantasy football advice on Patterson. And I was like, no, if anything, he's going to be a gadgety guy. Like, I'd stay away from it. Mm-hmm. He's played pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not exactly right on that one. Smooth move, Slick. I'm going to need a call from Jamaica. I should probably take this. Go ahead. Enter it live right now. <laughs> I'm not going What's to. up, Mom? No, there's no telling what it is. Could be. Um, I really want you to answer it. Not drug dealer. That's what it says on there. Uh, no, I'm not. There's That's no what one. it says. That would actually be hilarious. <laughs> not a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't put my name in your phone or something stupid. <laughs> yeah. No problem. This guy is definitely not a drug dealer. <laughs> don't even look at him. Uh, I'm taking the Patriots, though. Uh a little bit excited about this game. I really, I do want to see what happens with Mac Jones and how well he plays, and if maybe we're seeing an emergence of him, if he's really you know, catching on to the league, and if they're expanding the playbook, or you know, if he's just more comfortable, whatever. I want to see how he does. Uh, there was some hype around last week because they killed the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Falcons' defense is good, but I, I do think that it is hard to duplicate that performance two weeks in a row. Yeah. So we'll see if he can do it against the Falcons. Uh, that's pretty much what I'll be watching for. I don't think that this will be like a close game or a good game. We'll get to see Kyle Pitts in prime time. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be nice. nice. But ooh, look at us, same Jinx. time. Dang it! I don't know. Big there. country, big country, big country. <laughs> You're not supposed to say anything. Oh really? Is it's been not? a long time since I've participated in the whole Jinx thing. That's right. You're not supposed to talk. Yeah, you're supposed to stay silent until somebody says your name three times. It's a good thing that wasn't a trivia question last night. (laughs) Someone else on the team would have helped out. It was a real team effort, too. That was the best part. Mm -hmm. It was. Everybody, like, really carried their weight. Yeah. That might sound sarcastic. It's not. Mm -mm. Um, I'm still very impressed with myself over the basketball question that I got right. You knew. She didn't even get to read the other teams that were option. question. Like a matching question. Yeah. I didn't need it. Don't even tell me the teams. I can tell you the teams. <laughs> it was impressive, though. It was uh, You had to match the sponsor of the team jersey with the team. Mm-hmm. So it was like FedEx, Harley-Davidson, uh, I don't even remember, Disney. Yep. It's some other brand. And it was like, oh, I got this. Like, this is fine. Magic Bucks, yep. <laughs> Pelicans, <laughs> Grizzlies. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was riding high on that one. Good for you. I was. But, uh, you know, other news in the NFL is expansion talk. Uh, PFT put out a tweet uh, talking about it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Is that what he said? I don't know if that's uh, the exact word. Like, damn, go. But I think that it is. Um, the, the NFL would expand. And I haven't been following this very closely. I know that our guy, Rob Forrest, who does local radio here, has been. But the city of St. Louis suing the NFL for the Rams leaving 
to go to LA. It's yeah. becoming a, a huge deal. And he's done a great job covering it. I haven't really paid much attention to it at all. But it's starting to sound like the NFL might award St. Louis a team. I think this is probably, uh, wow, we're going to have to pay you a lot of money. Or maybe we just let you have a team again. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the thing is, is if you give them a team, you're going to have to give another city a team because right. you got to make everything even yep, again. Because we're sitting at 32 right now. So if you expand, you go to 33. They, they don't want an odd number. Yeah. So it sounds like they would probably expand and go to 34. I, mean, I don't else, know. Yeah, what I don't other know what city, city gets a team, though? Would you put one back in San Diego? I, I mean, did the reason the Chargers leave because... The stadium. That was the one main... the new stadium. I think that's so you stupid. you put one back in Oakland? If I... you're leaving because of a stadium, you make too much damn money not to be building your own. Yeah. Like... And even to go to L.A. now where they're just, like, leasing part of that stadium. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, it's working out for them mm -hmm. because they're doing so good, or have been at least. I think there's been talk before about giving Chicago <clears throat> another team. I don't know that how would, that would work. That would be interesting. But, I mean, I feel like the Bears, it's going to be hard to root for anyone but the Bears. Yeah. I, I think so, too. Like, in like St. Louis, I think it's even going to be a little bit difficult because now the, the Rams had a pretty good following when they were here mm -hmm. in Missouri. But I do feel like all those fans became Chiefs fans. I don't know that there are still a lot of Rams fans in St. Not, Louis. Not all of them. A yeah. lot of them are just still pissed. But it's more of like, we'll cheer for the Rams because they were here. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of one of those deals where I think they're on the fence or they're really just, we want them. Like, they want a team. Like, I do know that from friends that I have in St. Louis because I've talked to them about that. And they're like, yeah, we like, it was fun going to the games. It was, it. it was supporting mm -hmm. them. They just, they didn't care. Like, you could tell that they didn't want to be here. Because yep. the city was like, fine, we'll build you a new stadium. And Kroenke was like. That stadium was a dump. It was. And it was just so dark. Like, they just didn't yep. light up the stands, only the field. So, it was weird. Um, the I mean, another location. Like, would you put one in San Antonio? That's a that's another option. And I'm also, like, curious. What division would they go into? Like, with St. Louis, are they going back to the NFC West? I don't think you can. Can you? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty tough out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Or would you try to... I mean, you'd have to read... You would almost like... You'd have to reorganize everything uh -huh. again. It, I think it would make the most sense to put them in the NFC North with Detroit, Green Bay, Chicago. Mm -hmm. Those are all pretty close right there to St. Louis. But before they were an NFC West team. I hope they don't do that, though. No, that never made sense that to never, me. I mean, they were the Rams in L.A. and then moved. But yeah. I think now if you're going to... I do think that this happens. I think it's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah. And they'll they'll get the ball rolling on this. I think it would make sense to put them in the NFC North. I but saw, you're also, they can't be the St. Louis Rams. You're going to have to do something different. Yeah. I mean, what was the XFL, the Battle Hawks or whatever? I don't even remember. But, I mean, the XFL is coming Arches. back. Like the, the XFL comes back and this next And there's the, spring. you know, the whole debate with, like, the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> yeah. They finally got that settled out of court. I'm guessing the team that used to be called the Indians – paid a lot of money to <laughs> the roller skating team or whatever it is they are, roller God. derby. I don't know. I would have just told them to shut up. Like, get out of here. No one's going to take you serious. I think that's pretty much what they did, but there was like, hey, here's Here's $500,000. Shut up and go. <laughs> yeah, leave us alone and sell your merch, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the same colors or whatever. I have no idea. I'm sure that they probably bought out, like, the website domain like the Twitter handle, all yeah. of it. Well, the Twitter handle was still like a Marvel Guardians type of deal. So, like, they're not getting that. Yeah, they'll do, like, the Cleveland 
baseball yeah. team. I don't know. CLE, Guardians, or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, for the expansion in the NFL. I am excited what, about it. What about a team in Salt Lake? I saw that, like, as an option yesterday. There were a graphic, and, like, Salt Lake was on there. I thought that was kind of interesting. They do a good job of supporting their basketball team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they would do with football. Because it's, like, kind of surprising when you think about it that they don't have a football team. I saw a TikTok the other day. That's a beautiful city, by the way. And uh, the guy, there was just a guy. It was kind of a joke, but it was funny. Now, he was talking about how there's two teams in New York, and neither one of them are actually in New York mm-hmm. with the Giants and the Jets. And he said they should play a whole season, just the two of them, going against each other. Winner gets to stay. Loser has to go to Montana. <laughs> there's not a team. <laughs> and it's like, that makes sense. The other team has to actually go to New York and be in New York and not New Jersey anymore. Maybe that makes sense. It does to me. I hate the fact that we call it New York and they're in New Jersey. I wonder if Montana or like Wyoming, if that area could support a team. It is. It's kind of blowing up, actually. We were talking about that last night. Uh, Matt, another friend of ours that likes to hike and just how much the area of Jackson Hole has changed since like the first time they went there, the first time I went there. Yeah. And even going back. Uh, what was it, like last year or so mm-hmm. this past summer yeah. is i mean it is really starting to become very popular the show yellowstone i think has also made that area very popular yeah, i kind of feel bad for the people that have lived there their whole lives and oh, it's yeah. like enjoy the fact that they get like all this nature to themselves and it's, well actually let's commercialize this mm-hmm. and we uh went to a music festival out there and i was talking to a local and they said that they had been there forever that's where he was born and raised and he was still living in his family's like ranch style home on the lake. And the whole time I'm thinking, that has got to be worth millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and your family, Jack, probably built that home for $30,000. $30, yeah. And now it's probably worth $30 million <laughs> on a lake with some land in that area. But I, I think the NFL should maybe kick the tires on it. It would be interesting. I remember when uh, the Titans moved to Nashville, and people were like, Nashville, why? Yeah. This city is not anything special. Now look at it. Now it definitely is. They're doing a great job supporting the Titans. Yeah. So I wonder if you know an area like that in the Wyoming, Montana area could support a team, or if they're even interested. It's... I don't know, because you get to a point where, like, everything's so spread out there. Like, I don't feel like, mm-hmm. you know, anyone's out there, like, collectively in a major city. Yeah. Like, even Jackson Hole. Like, it's not that massive of a yep. city. And, you like, know, the, the area is, but, like. One of the other things that Florio was talking about is that eventually he thinks the NFL will expand to 40 teams. I think that's too much. I think, and I put it out as a joke, but I'm serious. <laughs> I think the NFL will eventually expand to 40 teams. I think they'll also eventually expand to 20 games in a regular season. It could be 100 years. Eventually, though, (laughs) I'm going to be right. Yeah. So save that tweet (laughs) because I called my shot. (laughs) November 18th, (laughs) 2021. uh, I knew it was going to happen. But I, I don't know. 40 seems like a lot of teams. It really does. And, I mean, we heard Dan Patrick talking about it this morning as we were kind of getting everything ready. The quarterback playing the NFL right now is not very good for a lot of teams. Like, there are still teams that have not been able to find a quarterback that you can rely on, be good and efficient, franchise guy, and now you're going to add in another eight teams? Right. It's like, that's even more guys. So, like, you got to figure it out. Now, these playmakers, offensive linemen, some of those guys, like, sure, they'll pop in and be like, oh, wow, I can't believe, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for an expanded team, you probably wouldn't have gotten an opportunity. But the quarterbacks, like, that's just so difficult to find. And when you have one, you want to keep a hold of it. 
then you're playing like let's say you get to 20 games in a season that's a long time oh yeah it, it definitely is i do think that it will, it will happen it, it'll take a while and same with the 40 i don't think that they're just gonna be like all right all at once here's eight new teams yeah. but i do think that it will be like a you know, over the course of time like over the next two years i bet we get an announcement of two more teams over the next how many years two years I think that this thing with St. Louis is really going to snowball and they are going to eventually get a team. And then the NFL will look at, okay, where else can we put a team? Yeah. Whether it's like in Austin, Texas, San Antonio, I think those areas are probably big enough to support another team, but they are diehard Cowboys fans in that area. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything out um, East? London, far, far East. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to cross the pond, but I wonder if the NFL would. Or Mexico City. Chiefs, who is it? Chiefs Rams played a game there? Well, they were supposed to, but they were playing in L.A. (laughs) God, I I love this country so much. I'm sure Mexico City is fantastic. I'd be so fucking pissed if I got drafted and had to play in Mexico City or in London. I bet Mexico City (laughs) is prettier or whatnot, but at the same time, it's just like, I'm freaking serious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, that that would be worse than. You know, I know they'd be the wolves, like the Mexico City wolves. You think so? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. That just what makes clicked in my head, and it's a, that's what it's going to be. Or they should go the route of like the Mexico City football team. Like I think that would fit and work pretty well. That I don't, and the culture I don't know if of soccer because they, they love that type of football. <clears throat> I I saw people talking about Toronto, Canada as well. As uh, so, I think Canada makes more sense than Mexico or London. Yeah, but I don't know if Toronto, like even with Toronto, I think a lot of them are probably Bills fans. Like if you are a football fan, yeah, you're. I mean, Tor- Toronto and Buffalo, right there, pretty close to each other. Or you might even be, you know, a Jets or Giants fan. Well, that's not gonna be hard to get them out of the Jets or Giants. Those franchises <laughs> stink <laughs> right now. They definitely yeah. Do. The Bills might be a little tough just because you're gonna have the generational fans out of there from you know mm-hmm. being in the '90s when they went to four straight Super Bowls and. Now can't find their way back into one, but yeah, I need to go play Madden and look at like the expansion cities. <laughs> yeah, that's like, exactly where's what I was a thinking. good destination yep. that uh, the great folks at EA have already <laughs> kicked the tires on because there are a lot, and I would like expansion. I love expansion drafts mm-hmm. and watching those new franchises get built. Uh, Who's our last one? The Texans. It's the last time they expanded, and I I love that one. And honestly, even like the Madden aspect of it was fantastic mm-hmm. having uh to like delegate your guys like oh he's not protected <laughs> come get him it's also a really good way for teams to get out of bad contracts yeah and try to you know get them drafted by other teams i remember the texans being like yeah we'll take that lineman we'll take that lineman we don't care it's a lot of money but we got to pay them anyway and it's it hasn't really worked for them they're bad but boy yeah i did it good years. <laughs> <laughs> but i i'm very excited about it i don't know what other location, but I feel like St. Louis is going to get one. I don't know. I do wonder about the Chiefs versus the St. Louis team. Yeah. But I think it'll be fine. I mean, it's going to be one of those situations and where. You're going to have to put them in. I think you put them in the NFC. Yeah, So for that's sure. where the, I, I think the NFC North makes the most sense. And then if you put a team in the AFC, like where do they go? I mean, you're just gonna, you're going to have two divisions in each conference that has five teams, right? Yeah. Or do you, like, rearrange everything? No, I, I think that they'll just keep expanding. I mean, it, maybe if you could do it the right way of, like, okay, we're introducing eight more teams, 
each division gets a team, but then you have to be, and that's going to be very hard to do to be like, okay, we need like a team in Toronto. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to have to go to the AFC East. Yeah. So now you can't put a team like, is a team in London? Are they going to be like the AFC South? (laughs) They might as well be. I mean, (laughs) right with the Jaguars and how often they play there. So I, I don't, they would have to really, really organize and plan and find cities within each division. Or you would have to, like, as soon as you get to 40, you would have to completely redo it like they did a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, which would probably be the smarter thing to do is to make sure you have <laughs> the good cities that you want. I do think that they will probably experiment at least, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago got another team. If they go to 40, I think that it's, it's a good fit. And then you would have a Chicago team in the AFC North, which would be yeah a really good fit with that division. That definitely would be. So you'd have so two teams in Chicago, one in the NFC North, one in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. The NFC East is where it gets weird because the Cowboys are still in the NFC East. Yeah. So it's like if you put a team in San Antonio and they're in the NFC, are they in the NFC East? <laughs> Might or the NFC West, where they would probably <laughs> be a better fit. Where they'd get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I think any expansion team would. Just because how well the NFC West has been playing. Uh, they've got four very good teams there. But it, it was an exciting little little tidbit of information there from Pro Football Talk. And it got me excited about it. And I do think, again, with that St. Louis situation, haven't read into it a lot. I probably should since we live in Missouri. And our favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs. That would kind of affect them a little bit, too. Uh, But we'll see what happens. I do think in the next two years, we'll have two teams announced. But probably not playing. I think it takes a while to get that happening. But in the next five years, I think we'll have two more teams playing football in the NFL. Uh, But uh, like I said in the opener, uh, other rumors swirling around yesterday uh, that got me very excited were the Lincoln-Riley rumors at him to LSU, and I had a lot of people even in the DMs asking if it was real, and it's like, I don't know who this guy is. Let me check him out. He was verified. He had like 20,000 followers. Colin Cowherd was retweeting him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) This has some traction to it. (laughs) And then, you know, Mel Tucker at Michigan State, there were rumors around the same time that it kind of sounds like he's going to stay at Michigan State. He even had quotes as saying that Michigan State was a destination job for him, that it wasn't a stepping stone to somewhere else. And there's rumors that he's going to be getting a 10-year, $95 million contract. That would make him the second-highest-paid coach in college football, only behind Nick Saban, which is ridiculous. I think Mel Tucker's done a really good job at Michigan State. They've only lost one game this year. But, man, you're kind of jumping the gun here. This is yeah. <laughs> feels a little too soon. Like, you had one good season. Now you're going to make him the second highest paid coach? Yeah, and you're in the Big Ten where, like, Ohio State has five, like, five-star quarterbacks sitting right there. So that once they kind of get that figured out, that's just going to be continued success. Michigan seems to kind of have things figured out. You beat Michigan barely. You think you're just going to be able to do that from year in and year out here? Yeah. And like, if that I'm is tough. Mel Tucker, I'm trying to get this deal done today or tomorrow. Before yeah. I play Ohio State 100%. on Saturday. <laughs> because they might change their mind. They might be looking at that contract and say, you know what? Maybe it is a little too soon. Let's wait. Because you just got your ass kicked. <laughs> However, if he goes out and they beat Ohio State, 
Bump it up. Bump yeah, it up. Those are up. rookie numbers. I just <laughs> yeah. beat Ohio State in my second year here. So, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Can you imagine, like, the official like, – if you're offering him this contract, do you want to do you want to have him sign it before the game in case he beats Ohio State because you know it's going to go through the roof, or you've pretty much just lost him to LSU because LSU is going to go, yup, that guy's coming here. We don't care. We can afford the hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. Well, and I think that the LSU thing is is all agent generated. I think what is happening with both these coaches, Lincoln Riley and Mel Tucker, is their agents are doing a very good job and they are using LSU to get their guys deals. I mean, it happens all the time with That's agents. Smart. And, you know, for even Lincoln Riley, I don't think he wants to leave Oklahoma. He's had a lot of opportunities to leave Oklahoma. But I do think his agent is saying, hey, like, my guy's getting offers and looks. LSU wants him for this much money. Can you match it? And then yesterday, in the span of like three hours, it was already reported and rumored that Oklahoma was going to match any offer that he got. So, of course, that agent's going back and being like, hey, I got five years, 70 million sitting here for LSU. Do you got to match it? <laughs> and Oklahoma's like, yeah, hell yeah, we are. We're not letting this guy get away. We're not going back to Bob Stoops. Are you yeah. kidding me? This guy's doing so, great. Uh, that's, what, that, that's how I felt about it uh, at the end of the night. It's like, oh, okay, I see what y'all are doing here. Yeah, That's smart. <laughs> and even with Mel Tucker, like it, you know, that's the place he wants to be. Good for him. But I also think his agent is doing a very good job of, I want my money. I want it now. Yeah, it's just, I saw someone tweet this uh, yesterday as well in regards to Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma. And it's like, hey, LSU, the last three coaches that they've had have won a national championship. How many times has Oklahoma won a national championship? Zero. Like, yeah. it, like since 2000, so I think. Yeah. Like, Oklahoma just hasn't. So if you're Lincoln Riley, do you look at that and it's like, okay, we're going to accept the challenge to go win a national championship joining the SEC? Or do you go to an LSU where you're probably in a better position to do so? Yeah, I would. I, I would do it. I would leave and I would Especially go to LSU. Especially like the point that you brought up of like you can take Caleb Williams with you. Yeah. Or I don't think – maybe I heard that somewhere so, else. Yeah, but like people were talking that about could, that he could. That you could do that it was is stunning. But at the same time, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I get to take this kid that I recruited Oklahoma – to LSU with me, and as my point yesterday, where they're always just a quarterback away because they got talent everywhere else on the field, LSU would be terrifying the next couple years. Yeah, and the Caleb Williams stuff was one of the reasons why I didn't really buy in fully to the rumors. Because if Lincoln Riley is going to leave, if he's working like his agent is working a deal behind the scenes, that's fine. He's not going to go to his quarterback and be like, hey, yo, bro, by the way <laughs> – I'm out. <laughs> like usually, <laughs> that's actually pretty. You know, the deal I is announced that way, yeah. And then the coach will go have a team meeting and tell the players, or like simultaneously, like the tweets will be coming out from like a Bruce Feldman or whoever. And at that moment, the coach is having a team meeting. Like, right? sorry guys, I'm actually gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you know wherever we're in the middle of November, they're still trying to win a Big Twelve championship, and he's like, "Yo, kid." By the way, how do you feel about Baton Rouge? Yeah. <laughs> That's just not... Yo, I'm ready to bounce. You bouncing with me? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's get. This isn't any given Sunday. It's not a movie. <laughs> yeah. So that was where I was like, oh, okay, somebody's making up some shit. Somebody talked to an equipment manager who thinks they know something. And that's what's going on there. Man, that is such a good point. Like, how as a coach are you talking to a quarterback like, hey, if I leave, uh -huh. you want to leave with me? It's yeah. like, coach, I'm preparing for the game. Like, we just, we just mm -hmm. lost to Baylor. 
Right. Like, yeah, forget about him. LSU, yeah. what's up? Spencer Rattler can come in. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave his ass here. They cheated for him last week anyways. <laughs> yeah, we ride off into the sunset together, <laughs> taking you like you're my son, even though you played like shit last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still want to go? Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's exciting. Uh, expansion in pro sports, I love. And the coaching carousel, all the rumors and that. Two of my favorite things in sports. Yeah. Especially football. Uh, let's let's mention two of my other favorite things, though. Miners and Monroe. Go visit them at minersandmonroe.com. Check out their great inventory. So much more than clothing. Uh, I think a lot of people think of men's apparel when we mention them. I know we always shout out like, oh, I got this flannel from there, yeah. this cardigan, this hat, whatever it is. But it's so much more than just men's apparel. They also have apothecary goods. Apothecary goods. What, you can't say that word? <laughs> How's it? You freaking incompetent <laughs> idiot. Apothecary. Apothecary. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. I hope people <laughs> listen to this show every day so they pick up on the joke. No, they're going to be the first time listening like, dude, what's well, wrong with Mello? He was a teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't even say apothecary. <laughs> yeah. To let you in on the inside joke, I had to do a radio spot for Miners of Monroe, and I struggled to say the word apothecary 20 times. I think I have the video of it because I recorded it from my desk. Yep. But I think the language might be too bad to put it on social. I was mad at myself. There were a, there was a lot of bad words being thrown around this office. But it is a great store. Yes, you that definitely check them yeah. out. Not bad words there. Uh, <laughs> no. And like like you said with the apothecary goods, like the tattoo bomb that they have, like they make it in house. Like they they they're very good quality stuff. Their clothing, you know, it's very environmentally safe as well. So you love that. Yep, and sustainable too. I know that's one thing. Uh, that knowing Davey and the products that he's looking for, it's not the like, okay, I'm going to spend this much money on something and it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Because uh, I hate when that happens. So I will spend a little bit more money on like a pair of jeans that I know are going to last. Yep. Or a shirt that I know is going to last. Like sometimes I will go to Walmart and I will shop there, baller on a budget. I know I'm only wearing that shirt like three times. Yeah. It's eight dollars so it's whatever but i'm only getting three wears out of it yeah three washes so maybe like a fourth wear but it's gonna look like it came from walmart after the fourth time yeah but god dang it this just sucks yeah like just step up the quality mm -hmm. but uh next up gunspot be sure to visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when be there sure you're is. in a position to protect you and your family if any danger arises again gunspot.com Visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions. Gun accessories are there as well. That is the spot for your guns. Gunspot.com. Yes, sir. And as we were talking uh, in our last segment, a, a lot of really good college football games this weekend. Mm -hmm. I, the one I'm most excited about is that 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff, Ohio State versus Michigan State in Ohio State. The point spread on this one is 19 points in favor of Ohio State. I am very surprised to see that big of a number uh, on this game. It's kind of scary, actually. It is. It kind of makes me want to bet Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. Not, just 19 points is so much. And the weather is going to be cold, 48 degrees, overcast. It's got Kenneth Walker written all over it. It does. It does. It's And I love Ohio State so much. I was even talking to... Uh, our Ohio State friend, the, like the one that we have. Actually, I know a couple of Ohio State fans. 
But the yeah, one but like that I the know, Ohio State friend, is <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I really love this Ohio State team. I've been talking about it. I've been writing about it. I think C.J. Stroud should probably be a Heisman favorite. I know he's a candidate, but like he should probably be a Heisman guy. This game is going to be so important for so many different reasons. The college football playoff, Heisman voting, I, I can't wait to see this game. I do think that I'm going, if I'm betting money-wise, I'm going to take Michigan State because I think 19 is just too much. Yep. I do think Ohio State wins this game, though. But I will also say, like I'm going to kind of contradict myself here, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a blowout for Ohio State. Yeah, I, I could see Ryan Day having these guys ready to go, and this is your old, you know, put your foot on their throat game. Yes, sir. That you love so much, with your blue hoodie on today, trying to call Michigan games probably. But I, <laughs> I'm going to take Michigan State to cover those 19 points. But I do think Ohio State wins this one, and even if they win by like seven points or so. I think they're going to be in control of it the whole time. Yeah. I, I think if they win close, then Michigan State's, you know, trying to fight there at the last. They get of kind it. of those garbage points or whatnot. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty confident that Ohio State wins this one. The 19 points, though, has me worried. So as you were talking, I kind of started thinking like Ohio State in these type of situations with these games at home, with the weather starting to get colder. And like it's 48 degrees. So you think, oh, God, that's a good day for football. You got to account for the wind that goes through Columbus as well. Like, when we were there, that game for Ohio State-Michigan, it was so freaking windy. Granted, it rained the whole time as well, so that added into it. That's it was, the coldest I've ever been. I know I've oh, said that a million times before. Just being like – That's not the coldest temperature I've ever been Freaking wet as a in. dog, man, and it's just wind, and you're standing in rain. It literally had to be 33 degrees. There was no reason for us to fucking get there at 5 a.m. <laughs> no. I, I, I know I was a new guy on the block, so I was never going to say it, but I questioned it the whole time. Like, it's 5. Why are we here? And then here comes a fan with a whole case of beer over their shoulder out of the darkness emerging. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, guys, you need some help? Like, get in the trailer, dude. You're freaking <laughs> soaked. I don't know uh -huh. where you parked. I don't know what the coldest temperature that it can be without snow, but that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why is this not snow? We no. were literally rooting for snow because that would have been better. But it was just the coldest rain I've ever felt in my we life. We bought gloves standing in the parking lot, like one of those vendors. That yeah, run. you know those guys that walk through the parking lot, and they're like, hey, I have a scarf. It's $50. And you're like, yeah, give it to me. Here it is. Take <laughs> I want my money. two of them. I don't care about <laughs> money anymore. <laughs> yeah, Gloves. Yep. Thank God for my parents. We talk about them a lot on this podcast. They went with us <sighs> to that tailgate, and without them, we might have died. Without them, we might have died. Like, and that's, I don't think that's being an exaggeration because we would have gotten so mm -hmm. sick. They sent that text like, hey, you boys need anything? It's like, actually, like, yeah, a new pair of socks would be great because these are wet. Yep. And bought me some, like, cheap sweats to go over my jeans. Yep. Because so, I did, like, the tights, uh, long underwear, whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. jeans, but then had to throw sweats on over them. So shout out to Mom and Pop Miller because they yep. saved the day on and that And I one. bought a jacket thinking, like, a big burly jacket thing, like, this will be great. Well, Damn when it rained, <laughs> yeah, and then the water just runs off the jacket That's right. onto my pants. Like, not even just <laughs> off the jacket to the ground. It was like, we're just going to go ahead and Right suck. to your thighs. Right to the leg. <laughs> and my legs were just solid. Just, oh, my God, it was ridiculous. They were. It was but a good time, though. The whole point Michigan, of me Ohio saying State. this. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State dominated that game. So, I think these are the type of things where, like, we look at Ohio State and they do come into this. Like, we've been here before. We've been in these situations. We're ready. And whether Michigan State's, like, hyped up, I think they're just going to make a mistake offensively, and then we're going to see Ohio State's defense step up and, you know, get a defensive touchdown off a turnover, and then it's just 
going to be a blowout from there. Yeah. Uh, next game, ACC game, should be, like, when I previewed and started looking at the schedules, I mean, I thought Clemson was going to be very good. Now they're sitting here at 7-3. and three. They host a top-10-ranked Wake Forest. I don't know if I would have believed anyone if they would have told me this was going to be the game or these would be the rankings back in, like, October mm-hmm. or even, you know, September. But here we are, Clemson unranked at 7-3. and three. And Wake Forest, a top 10 team, with their only loss coming to uh, North Carolina. They lost by three points. Which was a field goal. Game-winning field Mm -hmm. goal, right? So, uh, looking at this game, Clemson is still the four-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know if I'm betting on them, though. I don't understand how they are. Uh, Yeah, at home, you're going to get some points for that. But even like last week, they beat UConn 44-7. to UConn has already fired their coach. (laughs) They are one of the worst football teams in all of college football. Like, they should probably bump down a level. We're talking about, like, realignment and some teams coming up. UConn might just need to look at it and say, hey, we're actually, we're just going to be a basketball school. We don't play football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we just do men's and women's basketball because their football team's atrocious. And so with Clemson, they come in, they're the four-and-a-half-point favorite. I think I'm going to take Wake Forest in this one, though. I think that they're a good enough team. They got a good quarterback in Hartman. And with DJ at Clemson, I just he's gonna make mistakes. Yeah. Justin Ross, I got the alert last night, broke his foot. He's gonna be out the rest of the season. Jesus so, kid. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Wake Forest. Is Justin Ross still a draft prospect at this point then? Man, he is, but like uh, broke stays broke, man. He's there was a lot of, you know, a buzz about like a first rounder or like wide receiver one. Before he years got ago. hurt. Yeah. Now, I mean, what was it, like a neck or spine injury that he had? Now the broken foot at a, just a terrible time to do it. I could see him maybe get drafted in the second round right now. Damn. I don't know if that's even it. Like, this is a really good receiver class. Yeah. So it could be third round. Or if, the, you know, those medical reports come back and they're not good, maybe he goes undrafted. Yeah. And that sucks Which to see a tough, lot of talent. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, with a lot of these college kids, man, you have to come out at the right time, like when your stock is highest. And uh, I love that he came back to Clemson. I love it when guys do that. But some of these guys need to strike while the iron's hot, and that might have been might have been him. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he can get healthy. Uh, he is a senior. Maybe he's a guy that says, you know what, I'm going to go to the senior bowl. I'm going to show out and show everybody what I can do. That would be great for him. It'd be great for us since we're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but this game being in Clemson, 51 degrees, going to be beautiful. It's just it's hard to even think Clemson wins this game. Now, we're going to say that, and probably they're going to win. It's going to be like, well, shit, okay, let me eat. Like, let me put my yeah. foot back in my mouth. So I'm taking Wake Forest right there with you. I just I don't understand how Clemson's a four-and-a-half favorite, even because it's at home. Yeah. And let's move over to the Big 12. Uh, this was a game that I had circled, literally circled. Uh <laughs> that I thought this would be a deciding factor in the Big 12. Iowa State at Oklahoma, I thought both teams would probably come in undefeated or with one loss. And that is the case for Oklahoma. That is not the case for Iowa State. They are sitting at 6-4 and four this season. I still think they're a good team, 
they just they haven't been playing well. No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I literally I can't believe how bad they've been playing. They've lost to West Virginia and Texas Tech in the last three weeks. Yeah, and then and you have dominated Texas mm-hmm. and Oklahoma coming off of a loss. I think is going to be scary. Mm-hmm. I even think that maybe the Lincoln Riley rumors are going to be scary. I'm taking Oklahoma in this one. They are only favored by three and a half points. I do think this is a redemption game. This is a you know a refocused. We still have our eyes on the prize of winning the Big 12, which is still very, very much in play for Oklahoma. I don't know if they can do – I don't know what they can do to get into the college football playoff. I don't think they can because the committee hates them. Uh, but I do think that a Big 12 championship is still right there. And this game being in Norman, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. I, I think makes a big difference. So I am going to take the Sooners to win and cover that three and a half points. I'm right there with you. In the over-under being 59 and a half, I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma scores nearly 60 themselves. Yeah, they could. Like, especially like you mentioned with the, the redemption game, wanting to make up, you know, Riley, the rumors of, you know, Lincoln Riley leaving. It just, and they're already putting up 40 points a game. Now you throw in the redemption aspect and the fact of like our coach might leave. Hey, mm-hmm. let's just go walk. And I, boys. they put up 14 points last week against Baylor. That Baylor defense is really good, though. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be looking at that over under as well. And I would probably take the over on it. Like, big 12 over unders. You usually gonna hit on that over. Yeah, I don't have the data in front of me. It to, just feels that <laughs> but way. But <laughs> like, it feels like most of the time that game is gonna hit on the over, no matter what it is. Uh, another really good game, kind of close to us. Uh, I think a lot of people are maybe a little surprised at how close we live to the state of Arkansas. I think a lot of people put us up near the Kansas City area. Way south. <laughs> Very like, close to Arkansas. You see Kansas City, we're two hours south of there. Yeah, so this one, Arkansas at Alabama. Alabama uh, coming off of that playing a JV team, uh, New Mexico State, last week. Wins that one 59-3. to And, like, as the reporter that asked Nick Saban the stupid question about, like, being critical of his team, like, he almost did Alabama fans a favor. Because now Nick Saban has something to be pissed off about. Yep. You know, and even coming off of a, a huge win that they should have won in the way that they did, but it still puts that like, this motherfucker thinks <laughs> we're not doing things well. Now we're going to have to go out and kill Arkansas. So I'm sorry, Sam Pittman and all the Arkansas Razorback fans. I've like found myself rooting for them a lot you this year. You're going to die. You're, you're done. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be What's well. What's that TikTok sound? You're done. You're, You're done. done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spread on this one is 20 and a half points for Alabama, obviously. If you got a pissed off Nick Saban, that means everyone else, that means the coaching staff's pissed off now. And then that's mm-hmm. going to resonate to the players. Because Nick Saban, we've talked about it before, does not yell at the players. Yep. Yells only at the, the coaches. coaches. Uh huh. Which would suck as a coach. It's like, man, that's not my fault that he freaking made that dumb decision. Mm-hmm. Is that what I coach? No. Yeah. It's not what you coach either. Alabama is six and four against the spread this year. That makes me want to take Arkansas for the spread. Alabama is clearly going to win this game, but when you start looking at betting and how they could do, this Arkansas defense is still pretty good. Is it good enough to hold Alabama within twenty-one points? I don't know. That's a no, sir. I think that I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to bet Alabama. I think they cover (laughs) just because like it's at Alabama. I don't know if this is like a senior day for them or if there's anything special going on. I know we're getting to the end of the season here. Yeah, this is the last home game. Yeah, so it's senior senior day. Yeah. 
real tight. Yep. They're going to win by 21. You're gonna, there's going to be a senior on the field that you've never heard of, and he's going to score. And you're like, well, shit, all right, fans are going crazy. Yeah. Senior running back, probably going to rush for over 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take them. Roll Tide. They're going to win by more than 21. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking my mindset immediately went to Arkansas versus Georgia earlier this year, where they go to Georgia, they see the crowd, the atmosphere that's there, they're going to piss down their leg, and they're going to just lose, like, in the first 10 minutes of this game as well. Yeah. I just think I have not out I don't – where the fuck did that accent come from? Alabama going to score a lot. <laughs> you have full gump. gump. Yeah. <laughs> I like football. Yeah. Uh, I do think Alabama hey, just rolls away with this, though. That's that's probably a signal, though. Like, he played at Alabama. He did. Roll tight. He was pretty good. Uh, yeah. And then the last game that I want to talk about is another exciting one. At 6.30 Central Time is Oregon at Utah, a game that we have been looking at I think all week. The jersey matchup here is sick. Is it? I haven't seen any the of the USS Salt Lake uh, ship. Yeah, uh, that's the jerseys that you. I remember with. seeing this earlier it's got in the year. A ship on the helmet firing a gun. Yep, they got like the fire explosion coming out of the gun on the ship, and I've never seen that on a helmet before. Does it look a little kind of gimmicky and childish? Yes, but at the same time, is it badass and awesome and represent America one hundred percent? Yeah, I. I I'm a big fan of that stuff. Yeah, and there's just a solid gray, and then the black lettering is like, Oregon, you're done for, bub. Yeah. That um, ship's going to shoot you, quack, 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 right out of the sky. <laughs> just right here. Is that how that goes? I think so. I was trying to That's find... That's what I like to think. If I, was I was trying to find the ship. picture of the uniforms. Those are pretty clean, though. And you're right, with the helmet... Exploding. These like might be some the of my water on it. Yeah. uniforms I've ever seen. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> and I'm a real sucker for the Army-Navy ones, too. But this kind of like falls right in line with it. Mm-hmm. That helmet is fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need to get a hold of their equipment and be like, hey, can we set one right here? <laughs> yeah. We can move the, the white one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, those are fucking fantastic we can move the white one. uh-huh i uh permission granted hey how about you just find that equipment guy just slide in his dms you got so much more credibility than i do in that realm that'd be uh, awesome yeah it, in this game utah is favored by three points we kind of talked about that a little bit yesterday i i got a feeling it's like it's a gut feeling i got a I, feeling that the Utes gonna win this game I got nothing else for you, but I do. I have a feeling I think it's going to happen. clear our throats, get back in tune a little bit. <clears throat> oh, shit. Dude, you sound like a dog barking right there. <laughs> have you seen those TikToks of the girls that will bark at their dog? What? No. Yeah, so the dog's just mad chilling, laying there. <laughs> and, like, they'll bark. And the dog just, like, whips its head up. And it's like it puts their ear, like, right in their mouth. And it was like... It's almost like they just offended the dog or like called him a name that you're not supposed to call him. And it, the dog has a look on his face like, bitch, say it again. I swear to God, if I hear that come out of your mouth, uh-huh. you're done for. Like when you say a dirty word in like yes. Spanish. And it's like, <laughs> somebody, yeah, like, <laughs> that is 100% it. The hell did that white it boy just say? It is hysterical. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have not seen that one yet. But I'm very much looking forward to this game. I do think that Utah wins it. They've been playing very well uh, since their loss to Oregon State. But I, I think that they can. I think they can pull it off. I think their defense is good enough. And that Oregon offense has been putting up a lot of points. But I don't know that they're that good of an offense. Yeah, I mean, look at who they've played. <laughs> right? I, I think this is going to be a very good defensive game. The over-unders at 59. I think I'm going to take the under in this one. I think this is one of those kind of lower scoring, like 24-17 wins where both teams trying to run the ball. 
Uh, at least that's what Oregon is going to do. And I, I think they play it very close, but I am going to take Utah to win this football game. And yeah. I'm also like, I'm going to be rooting for them pretty hardcore because I don't want to see Oregon in the playoff. <laughs> I don't think they deserve to be there. I'm sorry. And those uniforms are wonderful. <laughs> yes. Um, and if we look at the team stats, I mean, points per game is pretty similar. The points allowed per game, Utah's allowing one more point. But, like, the total yards is all the same. Then you look at Oregon, and their defense allows more. And so I think that's where maybe Utah can take advantage of that. And you mentioned, you know, Oregon's offenses look better. They've been playing just absolutely garbage teams. But they've those garbage teams have still been kind of scoring on them. And I guess we can say the same thing with Utah with their matchup against Arizona last week. But outside of that, I feel like they've just been dominating teams. And they kind of had a hiccup at the beginning of the year. They're trying to figure out their quarterback situation. They've got that yeah. lined out. They're, they're rolling with rising, so I think they're good here. The next Former question. Texas guy. Yep. The next question is, if Utah does, in fact, beat Oregon here, Oregon's ranked third, Utah's ranked 23rd, how high in the rankings does that shoot them? And, like, vice versa Utah? for Oregon, how far do they drop? Because, I mean, Oregon. With you. With Utah, I don't know how high they would jump. I don't think they'd jump high enough to make any difference. But for Oregon... Like, you don't think that would send them into the top 15? Maybe the top 15. Yeah. And so much of it also depends on what else happens. Because, I mean, that puts them in the lead for the Pac-12, right? I'm not sure. I was trying to pull up their standings. Um, Sorry, I'm asking you 20 questions here, so you're trying to find answers. Yeah. Like I said, so much just depends on, like, what happens with Wake Forest. What happens with Oklahoma. And, you know, there were a couple other games that are going to be good matchups, but it, it really could propel Utah right up there a lot. And as far as Oregon, what it would do to them, assuming Michigan State probably loses two, that's going to shoot teams like Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. And like if Wake Forest wins, they're mm-hmm. going to shoot up too. So it, it could drop them. It seems like the committee really likes them. So in the college football playoff rankings – I think they stay top 10. But, I mean, depending on how the weekend goes, it could really affect them. Like if Notre Dame has a huge win, Oklahoma State, Wake Forest. Do you think the committee really likes Oregon, or do they just kind of – are they doing this as like, hey, here's your opportunity to not mess us up. And then like the moment you do, see ya. Because we already kind of had some inkling that you shouldn't have been here. I think they really like them because of the analytics. They they keep talking about like – looking at that and like the points per game and all that stuff that they really like them because of that. So when I say like the committee doesn't like this team and they like that team, I think they are very analytically driven to where they are looking at those numbers and just saying, Oh, okay, we like this. The paper tells us this is good. But computer do they compare that? <laughs> Does a computer compare their points per game on the rankings of the team? Like that strength of schedule aspect? Yeah, I think it does all of it. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. It would be weird if it didn't. Yeah, just crunch the numbers again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Oregon's still three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what's happening at the college football Oh, that would committee. be such a flex. <laughs> hey, let's go ahead and check the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yep. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, again, so much depends on what else happens with these games. But this, like, mid to late November is when I think we've seen a lot of change over the last couple of years where you get those teams, like, we always talk about, like, there was a time when Kansas was ranked number one. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <clears throat> and Kansas State not too long ago. Yeah. So you get those those upsets late shit, in November. Mizzou was t- at one point, like, kind of in that same. Yeah. And this has been a pretty crazy college football season. It has been. I mean, Alabama has a loss. So. Texas A&M. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and, you know, Ohio State is right up there, but they're – 
they're not even really getting the respect that they it's deserve. It's crazy. It's like, man, they lost to Oregon. See ya. They're done for. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's – or maybe it's just me, but I also kind of feel like that's maybe how everyone else has been with Ohio State. It's like, well, they lost to Oregon. That's it. Yeah. It's like we're forgetting about – we forgot – we're forgetting. We've forgotten about the fact that C.J. Stroud is a freshman mm-hmm. coming in here and has been playing very, very well. Yeah. Since and then, I mean, game. Cincinnati's still sitting there. 10-0, and 0, they play SMU this weekend. Uh, I think they need a big convincing win. Hopefully they get it because I do kind of root for the Bearcats as well. Uh, so hopefully we see that. Uh, Michigan, I believe they play Maryland. That should be a pretty easy win. Man, if they lose, I swear to God. I don't I actually I don't want them to. You don't want Michigan to win? I don't want them to lose. I want to oh, see yeah. uh, Michigan with one loss versus Ohio State with one loss. Because that would be a phenomenal setup as well. That's next weekend, right? Next next weekend. Okay. Not to look ahead. Focus on the team. Wait, ahead is of this us. Saturday next week? This is this Saturday. Yeah. Is this weekend. They play so after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The day after Black Friday. <laughs> right. <Okay. That's> Saturday. <laughs> Sorry, cousin. Not going to your wedding. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right here. Uh, whoops. It's Let's okay. go, Michigan. Wolverine. is not listening at all. Uh, you can also probably she find is, us. Thank you. <laughs> no chance. Just in case. I don't know. No chance. I'll see you there. Respect if you are. Like, yeah. Because we're definitely not your type of podcast. But who knows? I do wonder how much family listens to this. And they're like, who I'm telling Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're a family member and you listen to this and you're at this point, tell me. I'll buy you a Christmas present. If not, you're dead. You're dead to me. That's. I'll buy you a Christmas present, too. <laughs> we actually do, like, the name drawing stuff. Do you guys do that? Yeah. That's the way to go. It it, it just makes things so much easier. No, actually, we don't. We did do the drawings and we stopped because there's so freaking many of us. And, like, all of us kids are getting older. So we mm-hmm. do, like, a, a Santa like, what is oh, it? Oh, yeah. White, white Elephant, elephant yeah. Dirty Santa? Yeah. Is it called Dirty Santa? Or I think did it's I just both. Dirty up? Santa and okay. White Elephant. Yeah, it's both. <laughs> what is a Dirty like, Santa? Did I'm I just a pervert. name a <laughs> sex act instead of a... I don't know. But, yeah. We've Anywho, done back to this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also probably find us at Club 609 this weekend. Um, just good chance if you pop in there, you're going to see us at Club 609. Absolutely love that establishment and the I feel like one drink specials. One of us in there, like maybe every day of the week. Yeah, and that's not like was it? They're not open on Sunday. Yeah. Other than that, real good chance we gonna be there. Please don't stalk us. Yeah, that'd be. Or weird. like maybe do it. Might be fun for a little while to feel that important to feel that. I'd cool. get spooky. <laughs> I'd get spooked out. <laughs> Now I kind of want people to do it. But definitely check them out uh, right here, downtown Joplin, Missouri. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours, and a fantastic lineup of appetizers. Yep. Next up, Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com. They are much more than tires and lube, even though that's what they specialize in. So, again, visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Mark Edder, hello. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Go Jayhawks. (laughs) I'm just trying to get him to call. We got... More messages last night. Yep. He's ruthless with it. He is. Now he's even coming at us on Twitter. On Facebook. (laughs) My mom's like, who's this guy? I'm like, don't worry. Who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, mom, don't worry about it. She's like, do you need me to take care of it? I'm like, no, (laughs) mom, it's fine. I'm 25, almost 26 years (laughs) old. I'm grown. (laughs) I look like a (laughs) 32-year-old. Motherfucker, I look 30. (laughs) Uh, Other news that we're having here right now is... Major League Baseball announcing their awards. 
they just really dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, like you're announcing them this morning, and it's like, who freaking cares? Yeah, like last night, I didn't even know it. And then I get the alert, the notification on my phone, that it's like, here are your Cy Young winners. It's like, well, maybe, you know, we do that in October. Like, I get, or like, immediately following the World Series. Yeah. Like, live that hype, or ride it. Ride the hype of, oh my gosh, everybody just watched the World Series. And then the next night, or maybe the next night after that, that's when the awards should be announced. 100%. Like, make it make that a show. Yeah. Like, you invite, like, instead of watching the Emmys or something on TV, mm-hmm. I would like to see that with the baseball league. Or yeah. just any sport awards where everyone mm-hmm. gets together and they're all dressed up with their dates and having dinner the, the and they're NFL being catered. The NFL tries to do this, don't they? Uh, they like, you, with their NFL did. 100 awards or something they uh-huh. do in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, relatively soon after, I think. Uh, I think, like, the next month or so. But I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I... I I kind of like award shows. I like, do too. Even like the CMAs were recently. Like, can like, you get oh, the okay. performers up there and kind of doing their thing? I mm-hmm. think that's neat. That's fun TV to yeah. watch. Let Peyton Manning and Eli host it. Yes. For the NFL. Oh my God! Look at us. <laughs> yeah. We played a whole fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, trademark. What do we have to do? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the MLB. Man, welcome into the marked up award show. Yeah. Oh, that's here's a good your name. host. It is. Uh huh. Yeah. Brought to you by Mike Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but with Major League Baseball. Last night, Corbin Burns of uh, the Brewers wins it for the NL. Robbie Ray for the AL with the Blue Jays. That's great. Honestly, I'd kind of forgotten that they didn't announce the awards. Like, yeah. I saw some other ones trickle in, like Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year. I was like, okay, I'm not paying attention to that. And also, like, why are you doing it? Like, I guess I kind of understand it, but, like, every day you're announcing one. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Like, get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, build the hype around one big event or one big release. Um, that's what I usually do. And then just, you know, <laughs> get that hype right there at its peak. And then after, we can just go to sleep. Yeah. Now we're fine. Uh, but Probably today, a good night of sleep. I'm so happy. Yeah, you're getting me close, and then it's like I forget about it. And then you're getting me close, yeah. and I forget about and then it. Then I just get, I'm getting annoyed. Uh-huh. Forget about I'm it. I'm going to bed. Sore. It's like, why didn't we just release it? That's when right I hit. Then? That's when it goes, I'm tired. I'm going mm-hmm. to bed. Yeah. But, you know, and then the next night, it's like, okay, we're going to release this award. But then it's like, oh, I got a headache, so. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna go to bed. I'm not feeling it, no. and then I don't even know what happens. And you got to go find the award yourself. Then I start questioning my relationship with the awards. It's yeah. Like, did I do something wrong? And here's the thing: you didn't exactly. But today we're gonna get the MVP, and on the AL side of it, it is a done deal. It's Shohei <laughs> Otani. I don't even know why we're waiting. Just you should have given it to him in like fucking august because that's when everybody knew salvador perez dog he had a wonderful season and i do hope that he gets some votes he, he wasn't even a top three finisher though really in the al yeah it was, I guess I didn't was it? That. marcus simeon and someone else but it wasn't salvi oh um the fucking vlad guerrero jr oh was the what? second one yeah and so that's he, just because of his name it's got to be well he had a fantastic year too but, I mean, Salvi just dominated. I, the fact that Salvi isn't in the top three is really odd. Like, yeah. He's pretty good defensively as a catcher. Like, he's already – he won a gold glove and a silver slugger. Like, mm-hmm. those have already been announced, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so – and he's probably already got the tattoos the, on his body now. But Yeah, one of the best seasons that a catcher has ever had mm-hmm. at the plate, and he's just – he's not getting any love for it. It's because he's and in with, Kansas City, and I'm sorry, man. Yeah, with baseball, I don't think that you can hold a guy – you can't hold it against him that his team's not winning. Yeah. Like even with Shohei Otani, his team's not good either. Yeah. But we know he's the AL MVP. On the NL side of it, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. 
there are three really good candidates for it. Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Juan Soto. You could really make a strong case for any of those three to win it. So that's like the only award that really I am excited about seeing what happens there because yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one will win. Um, I don't know that there's like a, a heavy favorite even to win. I saw Bryce Harper was trending on Twitter, but I, I don't know that he is like a big – like with Otani, everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, in the NL, I guess we'll find out tonight. We'll get that big uh, release that we've I'm been going waiting for. for. Juan Soto. Are you? Yep. I really like all three of those guys, actually. I do, too. I just think Tatis, I mean, if I'm just being – I think everyone looks at Bryce Harper's like, hey, he's already won it, whatever. Tatis is like, well, your name just got thrown underneath the bus because of this one chick and old mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer. That's a tough situation. And then Juan Soto, dealt with a little bit of an injury, still comes in and dominates. Yeah. He's on my fantasy team and killed it. Okay. I was also – I was going to say that that, like, little – ESPN short that they did over him mm-hmm. probably won you over. You know, it's really crazy to see. It, that did as well, though. That was, yeah. I just went to ESPN and brought up all their teams. They've already changed the Cleveland logo and name. It's the Cleveland Guardians on there now. Really? Yeah. They they were quick to act on that one. Uh, but with Juan Soto, I do really like him as well. And that... Um, little ESPN short or whatever it was. It wasn't a 30 for 30, but it was one of those like extended ones. (laughs) Uh, That was really cool to see him and his personality, the player that he is. And he is so good and so young. I didn't realize how young he was. Mm -hmm. Like people say, I look 30. This dude looks 30. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We might need to like check his age (laughs) Uh, because he does not look. He is listed as 23 years old. I think maybe he's 32 years old. But this year he hit 313 for average, 29 home runs, 95 RBIs. Now he's he definitely deserves a spot, but when you look at some of those other guys, so do they. And I really like Fernando Tatis Jr. He I think that he is kind of falling into the man he was very heavily marketed. Yeah. And so I I he probably deserves this award. Uh, I don't have his stats pulled up in front of me, but I mean, he's a very good player. I get it. But I do think that he missed a lot of games. He's like his team fell apart near at the end of the season. Um, so I, I would probably put Soto over him. And then Bryce Harper. I really like Bryce Harper. He has won an MVP before. I wonder how much the voters take into that. Like, oh, okay, this guy's already got one. Mm-hmm. It was a while back. But, I mean, he had a, a great season as well. 35 home runs, only 84 RBIs, though. Uh, but it was able to hit 309. Yeah. So, like, honestly, you can make a case for any one of those guys. You mentioned Cleveland Guardians, Mm -hmm. or Cleveland, excuse me, the Cleveland baseball team officially named. They're doing their official name change on Friday, so tomorrow. November 19th, they will officially become the Cleveland Guardians. And the headline on ESPN is Indians changing name to Guardians on Friday. You couldn't have just said Cleveland baseball team. (laughs) You had to throw that in there one last Uh time. One last time, yeah, one last ride. Mm -hmm. And Fernando Tatis's numbers, I looked them up real quick. Uh, 42 home runs led the league, 97 RBIs, only hit 282, but he also added 25 steals. So, Shit. And that was across 130 games. I, I'm curious to see what they do with him. They played him in right field a lot towards the end of the season. Yeah. I was, wonder if he makes a move off of shortstop. Well, he was making – he had, not making. I mean, he just had a ton of errors. So it was kind of one of those deals where, like, what's going on here? And then once I think once they made that move, everything kind of – you know, solved it or figured itself out from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do. I want to see. Look at us talking baseball, dude. What happens there. And the Yankees uh, are also in the news 
as they usually are, yeah. uh, because they're looking to spend money at shortstop. And yeah, let's do that again. Yeah. That's been working for us. Let's just spend more money. And Carlos Correa, I think, is the most attractive free agent. You can't. He happens to play shortstop. He yeah, also he... had comments against Derek Jeter recently about him not deserving uh, gold gloves. I don't know if you can bring Carlos Correa to New York. There's no way Carlos would say yes to it, right? That money I mean, talks, man, and they got more of it than most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh, that's tough. <laughs> $300 million? I'll go anywhere. I would probably even go to Oklahoma. <laughs> For that much money? <laughs> I'd probably do it. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. And that might be low. Ball. In the world of sports, I'd go anywhere. I don't want people mm-hmm. like, oh, 300 million, go here, like, go to Mars. Like, no, motherfucker, I'm going to die and I'm never going to see that 300 mil. You want to go to Mars for $300 million? I would. No, because I'm probably not coming back. I'd go to Mars before I'd go, before I'd commit to Oklahoma for sports. What? I think that'd be badass to go to Mars. It'd be What terrifying. are you going to do up there? See and it. what if there are freaking aliens and then they kill you? <laughs> then I am like famous for the rest Conspiracy of my life. Conspiracy theory, I saw this. On the moon, I guess there's like classified tapes of them being like, yo, there's something else here. And they left. Was it Quickly. a Marvel movie? No. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it was Transformers. That's wild. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, that did happen one. in Transformers. Yeah, dark but side like, of the moon. <laughs> I have actually heard that there are classified like tapes of them like having conversations of like, hey, there's something off in the distance. We need to go. That's probably where they got the idea for that movie. Yeah. Hey, I love a good conspiracy theory. But then that's the thing with Mars. The only thing we got is this freaking robot riding around. Mm-hmm. You tell me the Couple aliens. You tell me the aliens aren't looking at this thing like, okay, well it's got a camera that looks. Let's just stay in the blind eye. Like maybe. Come on. They're I think too it's smart. a three sixty view. It can be, but maybe. Yeah. They're only, but they only show us. They don't mm-hmm. show us three sixty. I saw like a weird YouTube video a long time ago where the guy theorized that there's life on Mars, but it's all under the surface. So I've I've heard that as well. That like we haven't like their ozone layer is what we're just riding rovers around. On. <laughs> yeah, but we need to actually get into the surface, and then that's where their life form. Is. That would be insane. Again, these are just imagine you spend your whole life in Mars inside the planet. All of a sudden, this thing like digs in, and it's a freaking robot, and you're just like, uh-huh. uh. Or if you're there, and then you all die from because... inside the bubble. They're like, there's something flying around up there. That's weird. What is it? We don't know. We can't identify it. Ooh, unidentifiable. What, are they, what do you think they call those? You think they call them UFOs as well? Probably. In their language. I wonder if they call it like a MI, Mars Invader. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? That's talking aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Mike Up, though. Space is wild, dude. Shit just. I, I can go down rabbit holes and stuff like that all the time. I though. get in those weird like thoughts where it's just like, what's the freaking point of all this then? If like there are truly aliens and all that stuff out there. Just, what the heck have we been doing this whole time? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, seriously, about. like we're just we're making we're doing a podcast right now, recording it. <laughs> right. I swear to God, I'm not high. It's ten o'clock and it's eleven <laughs> in the morning here. I'm not high. It's just one of those deals where it's like that's insane. I don't like, think the world could take is... it if we had high conversations. <laughs> no, <laughs> especially for me, man. Cause it'll... <laughs> Completely so hungover, sober, <laughs> up in the stars, dog. <laughs> but it really is just like. If that is the case, our focus is here doing this. Or if you're listening, you're doing whatever at work, driving, and it's like you got aliens flying all over space. They're probably Separate just at their job, working their eight to five. Yeah, 
making uh, parts for rovers and stuff that are. What if we have rovers here from Mars? Man, this is really getting uh, yeah. weird. What if they did though? Like Earth, what is it like seventy percent? Yeah, like our rovers are not succeeding, and theirs are just doing excellent. Their rovers are probably at the bottom of the ocean because we haven't explored much of the ocean. Ooh. Yeah, they're checking out the ocean. Like pff. these, this life form here is weird. Yeah, they just swim around. They don't even talk. Just, what? <laughs> yeah. There's some that are huge, some that live in really dark spaces. <laughs> that and we probably dolphin. don't need to go visit them. It's kind of weird <laughs> yeah. and very wet. We can't breathe there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't make it. Yeah, they breathe in water. They don't even have oxygen. It's insane. That's what they're talking about on Mars. Like, man, I wish we could go, but, you know, got to keep the helmets on the whole time because we breathe oxygen. They live in water. <laughs> Look at that. SpongeBob had it figured out with Sandy then. I didn't watch Spongebob. Me so either. That show is so dumb. That's where you lose I didn't have younger siblings and watched it. And then yeah, I just I missed it. that stuff because I had older siblings. So even like I was a little bit too old for Spongebob. So it's like there was no chance I was getting yeah. to watch it. It's not like a, oh, I'm too cool for it. I Like people love that show. Yeah, it was a shit growing up. Like adults still love it. So I don't now know. Like it was just if it was on TV, it was like, heck yeah. This is SpongeBob. I was also in the part like we only we didn't have cable. We just had like the mm. local channels like three, twelve, fourteen, and seven. Yeah, like those were our channels. You got so four like, of them. That mm-hmm. was it. And so it was like cool. And then we got we got like Dish, and I went to Nickelodeon. There was SpongeBob, and I was like, oh my god, I'm getting to watch SpongeBob. I hear my classmates talk about it all the time. I don't get to watch SpongeBob. Like I hear we them never... talk about it and like quote episodes, and they laugh back and forth, and I'm just like, haha, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> uh huh. Then I got it, and I was like, let's go. We never had it consistently. Like Even when I was a kid, I feel like DirecTV and like Dish or whatever, that was like you had to be rich. That's the way it felt because yes. like we were kind of growing up poor. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, my God, Like this friend has a satellite, a <laughs> yeah. big-ass satellite oh, in their the, yard. In their yard. <laughs> like, And if you play outside, you can't touch it. Yeah, watch <laughs> out for it. And if you do, or you throw a ball and it lands on the satellite, you're not getting it back. Uh-huh. No, you just got to leave it alone. Yep. But we would have it like very inconsistently. And you'd come home from school one day, and there'd be a little box by the TV, and you're like, oh, shit, we have cable. <laughs> we rich. <laughs> I'm going to watch SportsCenter. <laughs> and then uh, six months would go by, and it'd be like, oh, they must have got like a free trial. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> now it's gone, and the box is gone, and I get four channels again. I'm going to go outside and play. Yep. Uh, but, but let's end it there, because this is just such a, a weird, weird show. And again, a couple mentions at the end of the show. Our great sponsors, Roper Kia. Go check them out. Tell them Mike Up sent you. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. And also, go download that call-in app. Follow us on Mike Up. Big things coming there as we figure out the technology side of it. Uh, but pretty soon, we will be on the call-in app where you can stream us live. You can interact. You'll have that opportunity. Uh, to just. I would recommend go on there, play around with it, maybe check out some of the other great podcasts they have and see how it works because uh, very, very soon... You will be able to interact with us, and when we get on a weird tangent about aliens, chime in. Seriously. Chime in. Hand us uh, you know, some links to maybe your favorite <laughs> conspiracy theories. That Honestly, actually... If you have links to like cool YouTube conspiracy theories, send them my way. Yeah, seriously. I like to listen and watch that stuff. I get hooked on it. And then I, I'll believe it for life. This isn't going to turn into like an InfoWars or whatever <laughs> conspiracy theory show, but... <laughs> I like to listen. Yeah, I'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and we thank you guys for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow with our NFL picks. <laughs> <laughs>